stop and take a trip down on my block when you see hidden potential young minds sharper than pencil and ain't afraid to speak their mind if they got something against you we standing with you we tackle issues like civic pride hate will cease to exist let's put our differences aside from my side to your side from dutch town to south side from Penrose to north side from benton park to old north to west end the west side we bless when we step out we stand down rise up stand together wise up this is Stitch Cast Studio, produced by St. Louis Story Stitchers in St. Louis, Missouri. Welcome to another edition of Stitch Cast Studio Live. This discussion will be surrounding gun safety, gun laws, and the Protecting Our Kids Act. This discussion was recorded live at 3524 Washington Avenue. Check it out. They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Story Stitchers. Hello, everybody. Under the sound of my voice, I want to thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Stitchcast Studio. That being said, uh, there are a lot of crazy things going on in the world. There are a lot of good things, bad things. The world is just all over the place. But um, right now, uh, one of the big issues going on in the world is uh, gun control or a lack thereof. And so that's pretty much what we're going to talk about right now. Uh, we got... Uh, Biden and the Democrats trying to pass what they call the Protecting Our Kids Act, um, which would just make it harder to get a gun. You wouldn't be able to get a get a large gun, a, a shotgun or a semi-automatic rifle unless you were 21 or older. Uh, right now, you just have to be 18. Um, this would ban high capacity magazines. Uh, so 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 no 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 more drums, no more 30s, no more none of that. Uh, this will require uh, gun owners to store their firearms safely, and this would also uh, expand regulations on bump stocks. Um, that being said, uh, let's hop right into it, y'all. How, how, how y'all feeling about gun control in general? Do we do we is it do you like where we're at with the gun control laws in this country? Do you feel like they should be more strict? Uh, do you feel like people should chill out? Is are guns the problem in general? How y'all feel about it? Um, me personally, I had this conversation with my mom. And we were both thinking like, yes, let's make um, laws around guns, but around people who are using the guns too. So one thing she was thinking like, maybe like if you're caught with a gun on a school premises, you're gonna have to do some time. Cause you know, that's endangering kids. And even if they catch a school shooter, they shouldn't get something slapped on the wrist. You know, some most people when they get caught, they're not getting anything. And so there should be a law if, if you're if you're on a campus or if you're on a school premises, you should do some time, no matter you know. So like when they go to court, they can't avoid something. It should just be a law already. So um, I from what I understand, kids that are caught with guns inside of schools that they go to are expelled. Do you think that they should get uh like then, some time in juvie or well that or... that would be their parents though. Like, why do your kid have access to a gun? How mm -hmm. they get it? Most definitely. Yeah, most definitely be the parents. Had to do like some. So what what would that look like logistically? Like, would people have to prove that they had nothing to do with their kid getting a gun, or would the or would the prosecutor have to prove that it was the parents' gun? Like, like, like what? Would yeah, that look first, like? if your parents have a license or not, because I feel like most most people you don't have a gun license. You just got it because you want to protect yourself, but. You know, if you don't got any, let's go, like, you don't have no safety over your guns. Like I said, like, how did your kid get it? 
you know? I feel you. Yeah. And that, that, that actually, uh, that's an interesting point to bring up uh, because in Missouri, you don't have to have a gun license. Yeah, that's... Or a permit or none of that. You can crazy. just walk in and buy a gun. Um, as, as long as you ain't got no felonies. That's crazy, yeah. Most of, most of. How y'all feel about it? I mean, the act itself, like, I agree with. I mean, there should at least be, like, I mean, even with driving and stuff, like, you have to go through all these regulations and stuff. So I think that should absolutely apply up to guns. But That's an interesting point. It's, it's harder to get a car yeah. or a house or an apartment than it is to get a gun. And then it will make cases easier. Because, like, if you had to do paperwork or something for your gun, then, like, if it comes up, like, a kid shoots a school or something, they can pull up the paperwork and, like, figure out the situation and all that. Yeah. So... I think it can serve multiple purposes. Like, I agree with the act itself that was presented in terms of what I read. Um, it's a shame that, like, it was pretty divisive between Democrat and Republican. And I don't really particularly like any of the Republican solutions. Like, the one, only one way to get into the school, if I remember. Like, that don't, <laughs> that don't sound right. Yeah. Definitely, like, get some training or something. Like, you have to practice to drive, you know? And get some training, proof that you have training, proof that you have the safety required to have it, you know. So it's like, like you said, like if you can get a car, you can get a license, you should have some type of things in priority to get a gun. I was just going to say, just to reiterate the point, guns don't kill people. Yes. People kill people. So I think mm -hmm. an important part that a lot of people overlook when talking about gun control is the access to guns. Because yes, the parents are one of the main problems with kids going to school with guns, but it's also the problem that, as you said, everybody has access to guns. It's easier to get a gun than it is to get a car. So it's the simple fact that the government has to start implementing ways to start redrawing back all the guns that have now been tossed around, traded, undercoverly bought, and just smuggle into the country. So it's the simple fact that until you get a control on the guns that are already out there, you're never going to be able to get to the step of new people getting guns because we still haven't solved the problem with the people who have the guns that are not supposed to. There are kids walking around with guns. There are people posting guns. Like, it's so easy to get a gun. You literally can meet somebody on the streets and just say, I got money, you got a gun, let's trade. So it's really hard to go back and trace who actually originally had the gun. So it's gonna be harder for prosecutors to actually put the person responsible into jail for those type of things. Most of, yeah. I think it's important to uh, remember that laws are for the people that's gonna follow them anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. If I'm already a law-abiding citizen, then I guess the question could be asked how, how, how if you're the type of person that, that would grab a rifle and shoot up an elementary school, then you're probably not tripping off of what the gun laws is. That's like, you, you're not tripping off of what the other law is. Now, that even with that being said, um, a lot of school shooters purchase the guns that they own legally. You know what I'm saying? Because because they 18, so they can get a big gun. I think one of the questions that has to be asked is, how you get in the, into the school with that gun? The schools that I went to had metal detectors. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like just flat out, you know what I'm saying? I went to, I went to city schools. And we had metal detectors, you know what I'm saying, that we had to walk through. 
And that's actually the crazy part is that the places that have metal detectors, the ones that they are profiling to say these are the dangerous schools, we're going to put metal detectors here, aren't actually the schools that are dealing with these type of problems. Say it's that. the other areas of schools that don't have those laws in place or those metal detectors in place. So maybe that's what the part that needs to be changed is just the whole persona, the perspective like, on it. Are the security guards trained? Because I know in my school, they just sat behind a desk all day. And that's, uh, a, that's another good point. So uh, one of the things that the um, that the right, and I think it's important to understand what the people that disagree with you, what their point of view is so that you can better argue your point or have a better understanding of what the situation is. So uh, one of the arguments that the right says is that um, you should have armed, uh, armed trained security uh, at the schools. Um, how, how do how do y'all feel about that? Would, would that would that would that help with school shootings? I mean, I've seen armed. I don't know if they were trained, but I definitely seen armed security. <laughs> Cause like I, I want to, you know, throw shade at my school. I'm not even gonna say that. But like like I said, our security guards like I've been catching them sleep sometimes. You know, it's like I'm gonna be honest. You're gonna have to have some youthful security guards and not mm -hmm. you know the older people who've been doing it for 30 years. Dang, I didn't have not one young security guard. Now, I've nothing. never had. Ah. I've only had. <laughs> well, they've been like 30 and up. Yeah. A 30 ain't old. But they haven't but been doing don't. it. Not for, to really get into action. Like, you're not going to be quick to go they, chase somebody. They haven't been doing it for 30 years, though. Like, right, right, <laughs> so right, like they're only stuff. 30. You know? Like. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. Act, I should say active. So it, it sounds like um, everybody would say that it, it sounds like everybody's in agreement that it's too easy to get a gun at least. Is that fair to say or do y'all disagree with that? Agreed. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Word, word. So um, what type of, uh, what type of things do y'all think should be put in place to make it to make it harder to get in, like I know I know you mentioned uh, there should be some type of registration or some type yeah. of license and process, like or whatever the case is. Yeah. Uh, and and also uh, before before y'all answer that, are we are we all in agreement? Like like or is everybody here saying that the actual guns aren't what the problem is? Is or am I misinterpreting that? So I would say that it holds a problem, but it's also the person behind it. Well, so sir. it's like. It's like a child. If you put, you know what I'm saying, they like sweets and you have it all over the house, you know what I'm saying, what's the probability that they're going to grab it and eat it? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if people are not disciplined enough not to use it or they're not disciplined and it's out there and it's easy to be accessed, then yes, the gun is a problem, but it's also the discipline of the individual that gets it. Mm -hmm. Because first of all, it's out there. And we have a lot of guns that's out there that's not registered. Plus, we have individuals that are not disciplined or don't have the uh, knowledge of what to do in different situations, uh, dangerous situations, and situations in general to know uh, what to do with a gun, what not to do. So you have all these different things. And one of the things I had looked at was it, it, it also bars down to parenting. There's gonna be guns out there just like there's gonna be um, temptation for a person eating sweets who trying to uh, cut down and get their weight together. It's gonna be out there, but it bars down to the person's discipline to be able to say, no, I'm not gonna use it for this. I'm not gonna use it for that. 
And that bars down to also, you have to realize a lot of the people in America are uh, stress-based, which means they're in survival mode, which that causes an individual to not think clearly and not to uh, see far into the future. So they make a lot of unrational decisions. And now you have these things of deadly force that are out there. And so you have people that make unrational decisions, they can get firearms, and then they make a decision that they really didn't think through. In the same way that a person who is uh, sad or depressed, they go and uh, eat up on sweets to feel better. That feels good in the moment, but then it causes a lot of trouble thereafter. So there needs to be a discipline within the individual, which first starts with the home, in my opinion. Hey everybody, you know what time it is. It's time for our Pick the City of Art interlude. Featuring an original piece called Not Another One. Copyright held by St. Louis Story Stitchers. Care, you need to act, can't take it back Not another one, falling victim to the gun clap Not another one, not another one Not another one, not another one You need to know, you need to care, you need to act Can't take it back, not another one Falling victim to the gun clap Not another one, not another one Not another one, not another one M-O-M-O, get the memo When I say M-O, I say misery Listen close to my theory Seem like more problems, more sirens Say more sirens, more sirens Misery silence doesn't exist Ball up your fist, feeling the power Open your hand, calling the cop for making a plan Illegal weapons, don't be testing Watch your head when you step in That's discretion, keeping track of the deaf man Too many eyes be squinting How you hating, don't even know Another victim one, I say Never no Never knew I could resort to this Pointless killing, no purposes a long track of dead corpses This world changed metamorphosis I don't want people to know the loot As a place where people shoot Or a place where people loot Or a place where cops are bruised Show me state, well let's show them then That dispute don't have to end With a life that has to end These streets, they can be cleansed It just start with just me and you With this power, it could all be through This world's sick, it has a flu Let's make a change, start them with the loot Concentration, lead the dedication In the order, dedicate, you need some patience Think about these situations It could be another the life saving, living life where they're always sirens, watching news another man dying, face the facts and stand up, change the world and man up. You need to know, you need to care, you need to act, can't take it back, not another one, falling victim to the gun clap, not another one, not another one, not another one, not another one. You need to know, you need to care, you need to act, can't take it back, not another one, falling victim to the gun clap, not another one. Put the gun down, leave with his found. Keep an announce, gotta leave out the bounce. Got stop the violence, stop it now. Not another one did, not another one down. Not one, I'm not addicted to sound. Pop, 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 not another one down. Call from the fans, like looking at time. Gave you a choice, but you pick up the nine. Not another one did, not another one down. We, 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 we been there, we back again. Killing people just to gain friends. Drop the gun and pick up a book. Can't read a sentence, wanna play crook. You a sad boy, cause you ain't a man. Your life goes shot without a plan. Think it dumb, cause you're down to rob. Ain't making money, ain't got a job. You another one. 
you can change that Yeah, it's all different cause the pain back You heard the boys and so you ran You another one and I'm not a fan You need to know, you need to care You need to act, can't take it back Not another one Falling victim to the gun clap Not another one Not another one Not another one Not another one You need to know, you need to care You need to act, can't take it back Not another one Falling victim to the gun clap Not another one Not another one Not another one Not another one so going back to like things that we should do as far as laws go, because there, there's no way to measure, especially if you're about to, if somebody wants to buy a gun, right? They're, they're, you can't really, especially at the counter, measure how well that person is disciplined, right? So so how, how do we, um, what, what, if, if y'all were Congress, if y'all were the Senate or whatever the case, what, what, what laws would you put, would you put in place to, to make it, to make guns less accessible? I don't know. I feel like the question is vague, like vague. You know, if you don't know the systems, if you don't know how the general, you know, how the Senate or anything works, it's kind of like, we're trying our best, you know, teach about guns in school, don't pick it up. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, we can do, we can only do so much. Because uh, I was talking to my mom, it's like mental health checks. But once again, how do you measure if somebody's like mentally impaired to function with a gun? You know, because every, every time we see a, a school shooter, it's like, yeah, they were mentally unstable. Like, I'm mentally unstable and I got a final next week. I'm still going to, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, how do you, how do you measure that? I think my suggestion would be a pre-training. Like, just like you have vaccine cards, I think you should have to have a pre-training card before you're able to purchase a gun. Like, no matter where you're getting it from, you shouldn't just be able to walk up to the counter and say, here's the money, I like that gun, I want this one. I feel like they should just have something to where you have to get passed through on this training, have a card for it, and then you can take it to wherever you're going to purchase the gun from. But then I feel like the hard part about that is like stuff with online and people who do yeah. it underground. So it's you just can like, get fake IDs, you know what I'm saying? If you get a fake card, right. how's that? But that's the solution that I have. I feel like that would be a good step because it just wouldn't be as easy. Like you have a lot of lazy people in this world, but it's just a simple fact that getting a gun is just as easy as breathing today. So maybe it it won't eliminate the problem, but I definitely feel like it would reduce the number of people that have guns. Or you can uh, hit their money. You know what I'm saying? If you got a gun, you finna get taxed. Like... Ooh. <laughs> See, the other thing about that, though, is it's, it's still going to be underground. Yeah. That's the reason why people started selling drugs underground, because everything Taxes. is getting taxed like, they just going to do it underground. Can't do nothing. <laughs> so while I was doing research on this topic, I came across this uh, retired uh, Marine named Matthew Gordon. He had what he would call a three-step process to being able to purchase a gun. He came to this conclusion by first, uh, he, he said he just woke up one day and had an epiphany and realized that people in the military, when the Marines, while they live on, uh, while they live uh, on site, up to a certain rank, are not allowed to freely carry weapons. Like, like they, they have restrictions on it. And if you have a personal weapon, that weapon has to be stored in a specific spot. Like you have to go up to a, to a, to a, to a counter and register that weapon with them and they put that weapon up. And there are certain times where you're able to access that weapon or whatnot. And so his epiphany was if trained service members, people that are supposed to know their guns in and out, aren't allowed to just freely walk around with them and carry them or whatnot, 
then why would civilians be able to? And more importantly, why would they be able to without having any training of how to uh, safely uh, handle said weapon? So Matthew Gordon's three steps, suggested three steps to getting a gun would be A, uh, number one, a eight hour gun safety course on the specific weapon that you're considering buying. So you can't just take one course and think you're an expert on all the guns. The one that you're specifically talking about buying, you would have to take an eight-hour safety course on that weapon. Uh, the second would be uh, spending a day at the gun range demonstrating that you are proficient and, and capable of safely handling this weapon. Uh, unloading, reloading, cleaning, handling, all in a safely manner. And then uh, three would be that you are required uh, to have safe storage for your weapon, you ha you have to buy some sort of uh, some sort of um, I guess government approved um, safe that you could keep your weapon in. Now I know a lot of people, a lot of gun owners specifically, that would say I don't want to have to take a, a eight hour course or I don't want to have to do this, right? Uh, and he said that uh, this would have to be renewed every year. Like like you would have to uh, the license that you have would have to get renewed every year. You would have to take the, whatever the test is. You got to take it every year. You can't just take it once. And then 10 years later, they assume you just as good at it as you was when you first studied to take the test. So um, that being said, how do, how do y'all feel about uh, his his step process? Do y'all feel like it's too much, too little? What, what do y'all think? I feel like it creates a order. It creates some type of order in this situation where there's a lot of chaos. So there's always uh, going to be some underground way to get guns. But however, we still need to have some type of order in place to regulate so that we have that order in place and then we can deal with the underground stuff afterwards. So like, I feel like that's a very, um, that could definitely work being that, you know what I'm saying? I'm in the military and that having to show your proficiency and know your weapon and things like that, that gives you more of a, you're not gonna be as reckless with your weapon and you have an order within yourself with that weapon. I feel like that'll definitely reduce a lot of uh, a lot of chaos that's going on. And yes, people may not want to uh, do that. They may not want to because, you know, people like to collect guns. Like, they don't want to do it with every single gun they got. However, this situation is not just about them. It's about the whole country as a whole. So everybody is being affected by this. The people getting killed is going into our tax dollars because who's paying for those uh the hospitals that they have to go to the injuries that they get people are being paralyzed like who's paying that money we paying that money on our taxes so it's not just that individual we're getting affected as a collective so as a collective we have to uh practice some type of control and be uh very intentional about it so i feel like that definitely creates that 100 percent 100%. What about y'all? What y'all think? I mean, definitely the idea of, like, renewing it. It's like, I don't know. That, yeah, it just, like, it, it, like you said, it brings order. So we know who, who has renewed their license and who hasn't. You know, we're making sure that they get the required hours that they need. And if you don't, you know, you can't use it. If you get caught using it, either fine or, like, I don't know. It's always like a slap on the wrist to certain groups of people. You know what I'm Certain groups of people, it's always like a slap of a wrist when it comes to jail time. It's like they're really not affected, unfortunately. So my my um my flip statement would be, say, you know, what I'm saying, you in a dire situation where somebody's after you, 
and like uh you know what i'm saying you you need it in urgency that um that process would be not ideal you know what i'm saying say in the more uh private poverty stricken uh communities you know what i'm saying we're dealing with this urgency of you know what i'm saying danger and things like that so while you over here trying to get this course and things like that you probably don't got the money to do it you know what i'm saying for the storage and things like that somebody after you and then you have the whole police situation like it would be you know what i'm saying uh unideal for people in those situations so and and that there will have to be i would say some type of adjustment for people who are not able to i would say that are not able to we're not able to do it with that uh with that time period or things like that so like people who are more disadvantaged it would have to be some type of adjustment i would say that i don't know what adjustment but some type of adjustment now i i don't i don't know that like first of all i don't know how many people are and we got to be careful with the with the fear mongering not not that that's what you're doing or nothing i'm just saying like i don't want this next statement to come out as if i'm trying to fear monger but um i don't know how many people buy a gun thinking like yo i'm somebody might try to kill me tomorrow i need to go get this gun today mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like like i don't oh, like yeah. i don't I don't, I don't know how many people are buying guns in preparation for people to try to kill them and that's not and that's and that's not to say that those people don't exist or whatever um i think a lot of us buy guns because they make us feel safe in an ironic way similar to why the military keep making bombs because they make them feel safe in an ironic (laughs) way you know what i'm saying at one point it's, it's gotten really easy to get a gun it wasn't always this easy now in america it was never particularly like ridiculously challenging yeah, it's but, in our constitution. Like, yeah, yeah, you, you know, know what, what I'm saying? saying? Like, you can get that it. That was the like, second amendment. They, they, <laughs> like, <laughs> that was the second thing they thought about. So as soon as they said, arm. you can say whatever you want, they was like, <laughs> Burn you should probably have a gun too. <laughs> like, like, yeah, just in case you say something out of pocket, go ahead right, and get right, you one. Like, <laughs> but now, now I, I get the um, initial uh, intention um, because when America was uh, trying to succeed from Britain, um, yeah, the militia. They were, they, they were right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So they was basically like, like, like citizens should be able to have guns in case the government ever becomes tyrannical so that you can fight back. And that made sense. You know what I'm saying? That, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? When, when, yeah. when, when it took you like 50 years to load a gun and all that, you know what I'm saying? That made perfect sense. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Homie, I mean, you know what I'm saying? When everybody had them more, like... <laughs> and then you still miss, right too. For real. You still miss, then you had to do it again. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, the best of my You know what I'm saying? Like, like, when it took 35 years to load a gun, yeah, that made sense. Yeah. But now... It's automatic. Gun, guns you know have evolved. In a, in a, in like, in like, into something that's scary. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like, what? almost like back then when they was loading their little musket or whatever, you could almost like run up on them and punch them in the yeah, face. Yeah, like, like <laughs> right. By the time like, you get it loaded, about your musket. Okay. Right? <laughs> yeah, you got a, you had a fighting chance. You know, what I'm saying? you know, I throw a knife or something. But, uh, <laughs> for real, you look nice. Get the boy and arrow. Like, so, for real. so what you saying is basically, you know, what I'm saying in that time period. 
uh, that that amendment was uh, it made sense. But now we need to update it just like we update right, our, because we, our iPhones get updated. Oh, me, we, they need to update it just as much. Get updated. Yeah. We've updated laws to include um, groups of people and rights that that were yeah. formerly excluded. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think this is something that can use some updates. But um, now who? But if somebody from the right is listening to this, they they boy they they live quivering right now. <laughs> These kids don't know what they're. These kids don't know what they're now, talking about. Now that that's a, that's a lot of people's biggest fear, and unfortunately, that's how a lot of gun laws end up staying in place because of stuff like fear mongering. You know what I'm saying? They they'll tell you, oh, the left wants to take your guns away. The left wants to take your guns away. And that's 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 yeah, not really what it is. Yeah, we don't really want to take them. Is. We just want to protect our kids. Like you you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And not even by taking your guns away, but it, it, it should be harder to get a gun. Yeah. I said just like it's 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 harder to get a business. It's harder to get yeah, a house, an apartment, a car, a loan, a, 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 a grant, a scholarship. You know what I'm like, saying? It's harder. Dang. It's harder to do everything else than it is to get a gun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's scary. Like that's as a future educator. I told y'all this earlier. I was at the gym. I was like talking to a guy. I'm like, yeah, I'm a teacher. He was like, make sure you get your gun because they're killing folks. I'm like, that's not. That like, ain't nothing wow. you say. Uh, <laughs> like, like, that's out the blue. I, I definitely just walked away. He was like, I'm trying to promote my business. I was like, I no longer care about your business. Right. Like, that's actually yeah. a crazy point. Like, so I've actually heard some bills being released like that to yeah. where they want teachers to be armed. And I yeah. honestly feel like that's unfair because when you go to pursue a career in education, not you're, not up, yeah. right? you're not signing up to be a soldier. <laughs> And then also, yeah, right, definitely. And then to make it work, like I said earlier, like we gotta like get safety on our guns too. But I ain't trying to be fiddling with no combination lock while somebody outside my classroom shooting up the school. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, especially because it's like if you know, like some teachers, like definitely, I know a lot of my former teachers. They used to lose everything. So imagine you not even knowing like where's my Glock? Like I need to find yeah, my Glock. Yeah. Like but, but you not even knowing. Students, and like, then you gotta you know, right yeah. teaching class and they know in the back of their mind you it's got a gun. gun. Right. Let like you get, let you get frustrated. They think the back. They of all on Instagram. Oh my god. Exactly. Like, you you don't want that. Right. Of, now you're instilling you fear in the kids. Of, uh, that type of thought and uh because they come to school for education, not for they teach you that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Know gun, that right. They have some type yeah. of gun and they. Uh, somewhere by them. Right. And guns by nature. nature make make us more, you know, uh, aggressive. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, first thing you do, I know what I'm going to do with that. I'm going to go shoot. You know what I'm saying? It's like, not putting it around kids. You know, yeah. you never know if that one kid's getting bullied. Oh, my teacher yeah. got a gun in the death. Yeah. You know that, what I'm saying? That that remind me of um, that police officer that came on on that, uh, on that uh, gun, that gun thing the gun podcast we had and he said that he felt more vigilant and half and needing to do something because he had it on him versus when he didn't after he retired so like it does create that that vigilance within a person but i think that's also another problem that's what's wrong with america is the simple fact that why do we feel like we need guns i feel like that's the initial problem in the first place is like why do you feel like everybody wants a gun it's because everybody else has guns mm -hmm. so that's one of the exactly biggest fears. That's what my mom said. Exactly. That's literally one of the, the biggest day. fears. Is like if you start taking people's guns, then now you're the victim to the people who have guns. Still got them. Facts. So like facts, now you're facts. just not able. So it just builds facts. That Mainly disparity. those people that aren't law-abiding citizens. Right. <laughs> like, True. Like, like let's say tomorrow True. they make it illegal to have a gun. Right. Mm -hmm. A lot of the people that 
that's not law-abiding citizens that got guns on them are already felons or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's already illegal right. for them to have a gun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna name no names, but I know plenty of felons. But fuck the Chicago guns. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they don't care about what you make that law. Oh, they don't all. care. New Year's they don't, Eve they, they, don't, they don't keep their gun yeah. regardless. I'm saying, which goes back to what I said earlier about laws being for the people that are gonna follow follow them. You know what I'm saying? That, 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 that's the only... That's the only people it's for. But I do think that passing this law specifically or this act specifically, I, th- I, th- I think it would help because I don't I don't know a lot of school shooters that weren't like around 18 years old. You know what I'm I don't know no 21 year old school shooters. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not that I could think of if you if you know one. I mean, you know what I'm pull up some statistics. <laughs> right, Let me something. go ahead. You know what I'm saying? But, hey Google. Um, I ain't never, I ain't never seen nothing like that. Yeah, you know it's always like they fresh out of high school, like they got to make a statement. Like you graduated, go home. Most of, and it's and it's always a now let's at, now let's talk about mental health type thing. You know what I'm saying? Like like shoot, you should have figured out what his mental health status was before he got the gun. That's what the time to do that was. And like I, I get it for 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 actual law abiding citizens that are gun owners. You know what I'm saying? They feel like, why Why does it have to be harder on me? You know what I'm saying? Why does it have to be harder on me? Because they acting up. Because that's what would save lives. Yeah, exactly. That's how it worked. You know what I'm saying? 9-11 changed everything. You know what I'm saying? Now I gotta, now I gotta, I gotta throw my Vaseline away on me. when I want to fly somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Because because some terrorists 20 years ago ain't know how to act. You know what I'm saying? But like that, that's what saved lives, and they not willing to take that risk. You know what I'm saying? And that makes perfect sense. I said it is. It is what it is. I'm willing to sacrifice the convenience of 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 how easy it is to get a gun in exchange for saving lives. I said I feel I feel like that's what's more important. Like one of the biggest complaints I heard is, oh yeah, if the Democrats got their way, then we would have to wait two weeks to get a gun. We'd have to fill out all this paperwork. Mm, somebody will be alive though. You, you know don't what want saying? that gun that bad. Like, come on, but what you, you gonna? It's gonna complain about that it. about everything else you got to do. That takes two weeks to oh, do. On me, your saying. social security check. Like, how's that? that? Everything costs lives. <laughs> Literally, uh, shopping you know, cart, your taxes. I, like, I complain about it. I hate going to city hall. <laughs> I hate grabbing a little ticket with the number. Yeah, standing there all the day. Waiting my turn, you know what I'm saying? For hours. Your thing say 97 and they only on 32. I can't <laughs> yes. stand it. They're all I'm day. Saying, I'm sad. It is what it is. It's, it's inconvenient. Yeah. But that, that don't make, your convenience is not worth people's lives, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? Unless they trying to take your life, then that's another situation. Mm. But that's that, that's not that's not what this is. Facts. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that's not that's not what this is. Yeah. Okay, drawing it back in to the um to the laws and the situations and what what have you. Switzerland and Switzerland, they have like a lot of guns. A lot. Like, yo, you think America got a lot of guns? And Switzerland, they got a lot of guns, fam. Now, that being said, Switzerland has only ever had one mass shooting. And we've had over 1,900. So, like, wh- why do y'all think that is? Swiss- Switzerland got some pretty strict gun laws, too. Switzerland got some pretty strict gun laws. Like, if you want if you want to get a pistol, you need a permit for whatever gun you're going to get. But if you want a pistol, you can't use that same permit that you use to get the pistol to get a rifle. Right. You know what That's I'm saying? Smart. There are That's smart. The, That's smart. What? Most of you know what I'm saying? There are <laughs> limits on the... On the um the uh the 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 magazines, you know what I'm saying? You 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 can't you can't have magazines that are more than uh more than thirty rounds. I mean more than twenty rounds for a pistol, and more than ten rounds for a rifle. I like, these are just certain laws that they have. You know what I'm saying? You have to apply for your permit with the police, 
you have to um prove that you that that you don't have no prior convictions even then you still gotta wait two weeks to get your gun now in america uh in some in a lot of states we did we used to have wait periods and the reason we had wait periods was because was so that you didn't walk you didn't like have an argument with your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever the case was then walk into the gun store i need a gun right now and then go shoot them you know what i'm saying you had no choice but to wait a couple days to get your gun with the hope being that in three days you ain't mad enough to shoot them no more you know what i'm saying so 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 like having these things in place like i said it's inconvenient but i think inconvenience is a small price to pay considering what you get in return for it that being said this law that they're trying to pass did just pass the house or the senate one of them the house okay cool got you all right so it just passed the house right lady no because the house is democratic you sure it's the house bro it might have been a sin. All right, all right, cool. It, it just passed one of the branches of government. And the reason it's still not a big deal is because that just means it has to go to the Senate, which is fully Republican. It's not interested in uh, stricter gun laws. Um, and and, and the, the at least the biggest verbal argument that they give is that it wouldn't protect the kids, that it wouldn't protect the kids, that, that it's other problems that we need to talk about. It's other things that, that, you know what I'm saying, that's the issue, like mental health. Apparently, mental health is a big deal now. Who would have thought mental health was Because it's part of the trend. It's part of the trend. Just like activism. We just had to, we had to pray for us. Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. For real, you had to pray it away. You it, you know, away. Ain't nothing wrong with you. Tomorrow. You ain't depressed. None of that. But just to piggyback off what you said, looking it up, the House did pass a sweeping gun reform package, though it is unlikely to move in the Senate. So right now, they are facing defeat in the Senate. Which sounds about right. And that's, <laughs> that's what they expected. Yeah. Um, I did uh, hear when I was reading about it, that the House's goal in uh, trying to get a bill passed that they knew wasn't going to get passed was to get on record who's for and who's against it. So I, I think they I think they playing chess right now. Yeah, wanting gun control is more of a left leftist thing and everything's a bipartisan issue these days. Like I said, I come from an educator standpoint. Like, just becoming a teacher, like, I always have to, like, check in with my students because I do have some of them little kids that, like, I'm going to end it. I'm like, hold on. End what? <laughs> Wait a minute. Right. In the conversation? In I'm the class? Like, end what? So, like, I have to sit them down and then, like, being a younger teacher, I can connect with them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, where's your mind at? Like, how you, how you feeling at home? Are you safer at school than at home? Like... And so those, like, mental health checkups, um, I know most teachers have to go through sensitivity training. Um, that's if they've done something bad. But I feel like all teachers should go through sensitivity training, not just in school when you get your education. You know, you have to go through, like, um, like it's like a human resource class I did at my old college. Luckily, my school that I work at, uh, we're very diverse and we're very open about, like, okay, you're part of, like, LGBT. You know, we're gonna we're gonna have a group for y'all. You know, you're black, you're Indian, like it's multiple groups, and so we can talk to them. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like what a what an Asian household is going through is gonna be completely different from what a black household is going through. There's different expectations, there's different you know requirements in each household, and so being able to talk to my kids every day, like I had like today was our last day, so it's like a lot of tears. Like I don't want to go home. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to do this. I'm like. Okay, like get your parents' number. We can meet up once once a week if we have to. Like just, just you know, check-ins and like some some of my older teachers. Uh, 
like none of them is like younger than 25. They're like, you got your student's number? And I was like, you don't know what's happening in the household and you've been with them the whole school year. And it's been some kids who came up to me and was like, yeah, I thought about, you know, coming to the school, you know what I'm saying? Because teachers don't listen to me, the kids disrespect me. And so me being there, I saved a couple of lives. Some of my students were suicidal. It's just like, like when you say like mental health, you know, it's crazy. And they're, they're young. These are like first, second, third graders, you know what I'm saying? Thinking about this, being exposed to guns at the house or like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, when I'm there, I'm like, yo, you know this ain't right. Or when you do this, you can't, you know, you can't do this. You gotta respond to this person this type of way. You can't put your hands on everybody. You may put your hands on your sibling, but you can't put your hands on somebody else's kids. Like, it's just like simple things that you'd think a parent would teach their child, but they don't, you know what I'm saying? It's definitely an interesting point. I think what you just said, it reminded me of a poem that I wrote a long time ago. Yeah. But basically, it was just expressing the fact that it all does actually start with mental health. Because yeah. in the education system, the disparity is coming from the fact that teachers are trying to teach all kids the same. But yeah. not all kids are the same. You know, mm -hmm. if you judge a goldfish by how well he can climb a tree, he'll spend his whole life thinking that he's stupid. So if yeah. you're not dealing with people in the way that they need to be dealt with, in a way that they can understand, then you're never really going to be able to help them. Yeah. And I think the interesting point about mental health is just the fact that that's why a lot of people say school shooters become school shooters, because they want that attention. It's the fact that they're either getting too much of it and they're getting bullied or to the point to where they just want some attention. They just yeah. want to make a show. Like, you see so it's me almost, now. You know right, what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. Like, now facts, everybody facts, knows my name. That? Now I'm finally getting the attention that I've been wanting. So And it's not the right type of attention. Like, with my students, I teach them, like, I'm not, okay, before I came, they are like, okay, we're going to put them in ISS. You know what I'm saying? So my first day, I know I told y'all, like, the first day I'm in ISS, and they're like, they won't let me express myself. I'm like, okay, why are you angry? You know? They're like, well, they told me not to be angry. I got anger issues. I was like, anger is not a bad emotion. The fact that you're expressing anger means you're normal. Like, right. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I come to school, and I'm angry, too. And she was like... Like, I've thought about doing this to this teacher. And I, I was like, you're going to ruin your life. And she was like, I never thought about it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like perspectives, bringing new perspectives to different students. And that's how we stop it from in the schools. Outside of school, I don't know what to tell you. But like, right. stopping it from <laughs> like, I, I can't control what's happening outside my school. But like, inside right. of school, I've stopped so many incidences. And I've been there for four weeks. And the teachers are like, how can you connect with these kids? I'm like, talk to them. They're Listen. humans. You know what I'm saying? Like, Listen. when the kid come up to you saying, this child is messing with me, don't just dismiss it. What you do to them? That's, that might not be the case all the time. You know what I'm right. saying? So it's like, I don't know. Getting, like, they deserve our respect just as much. You require respect from them. No? So, mm, so, so that's... So what I'm hearing is basically the ability to be able to uh, stop it in these tracks by listening to the child before they before it escalates to the point where they want to express themselves in a more lethal manner. Mm -hmm. Being vulnerable to them. Like, it's been days I walked into school. I'm like, hey, hey, baby girl, like, I ain't feeling it today. You know, my class for ISS, like... Don't be doing too much. You ain't got to do no work. Play some cool math games or something, but please don't be in my face until I feel well. And so then, after a while, I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? Like, apologize to these kids. Like, you know, I ain't never heard my mom apologize to me until I got grown. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, if my mom issues. would apologize, you know, it would have been a lot of stuff. I would have been like, man, you, you crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, apologizing to my girl, saying, I'm sorry I had an attitude earlier. 
but this is what's been going on. You know what I'm saying? My relationships with my friends and my family. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like what kids know? Like what girls know? Oh, how was your dad doing? He was sick the last time you talked with. You know what I'm saying? Right. Expressing myself to them, allowing them to come to be like, yeah, my mom's sick, so that's why I wasn't here. Or yeah, my my dad and my mom they was arguing type stuff, and this they did this and this, and I've been able to give girls resources. You know what I'm saying? So I just been. Just really, listening really to the talk good, before it yeah, becomes like, a screen. Yeah. Cause I'm I definitely think that educators play a role in school shootings too. Cause mm-hmm. ain't no kid just finna snap for no reason. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's a there's a there's a snowball effect yeah. to it. And it's like if you look at it from a psychological standpoint, it's one of those things where nobody listened to me. The world is against me. And then it gets to a point where it's like, I'm going to destroy the very thing that destroyed me. And then you get to this point where you just want to eliminate people in general because no one gave you that, um, that nobody gave you that care. Nobody listened to you. So it's like, okay, you start to see all people as bad and you're, and then you're able to conceptualize the expression of killing people in mass ways because now you don't see people as people, you see people as something you can get you can avenge the part of yourself that yeah, was their destroyed weapons by too. people you know what I'm saying their weapons so too things like yeah, that yeah. and so I feel like that definitely stops the being able to catch a person before they get to that point is definitely a good way to stop a lot of school shootings and I feel like other people uh, in that aspect it's the ability, it's definitely mental health, having somebody that will genuinely listen to them and be able to tell them what's going on in their head, what they feel like they're doing and different things like that and not look at them crazy because a lot of the time, the reason why people do the things they do, shoot up schools and stuff like that, is because honestly, they probably never told anybody that they had that thought running through their yeah. head. And because yeah, they ain't told true. nobody, it's been cooking, it's been cooking, yeah. it's been it's been growing, it's been growing. And the image is constantly being made more visible in their mind. And then it gets to a point that like, now, now they get to a point where they're like, oh, I can get a gun. Yeah. And then they, they act on it. Especially like with media and stuff, like, seeing a bunch of school shootings happening and there might be a kid who watching the news like, oh, it's okay for them to do it? Let me. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That was social, like, it's social proof. Yeah, it's like, like if a monkey see, a monkey do. Like, they did it. It's been 19, I'm not saying this happened, but it's been 19 school shootings this week, especially the kids who get away with it. You know, some of the, some of the guys who just, you know, one day with exactly just eating Burger King, chilling with the cops. Oh, maybe if I shoot up school, I can get special treatment too. You know what I'm saying? I'm just crazy in the head. Yeah, pe- you know what I'm saying? People do. People will do what's what's easier, easy for them to do. So if they see something like, oh, I can just get a gun and do this in in, in like 30 minutes, bet they they go ahead and do it because it's easy to do, and it plus it's within their subconscious has constantly been cooking. It's constantly something they're thinking about and they haven't told somebody so that they can listen to them like, you know what? There's another way. Because at some point for a person to do that, in their mind, they thought there was no other way. This is how I'm going to express myself. Versus other people who are able to find other ways to express themselves because they have somebody to listen to them. They have somebody to tell them, no, try this, try this. Express yourself this way. Do this. Don't go to that extreme. 
and then it, it goes to that spiral when you have people who are uh who are killing people to get attention to get the things that they always wanted and sometimes killing themselves because you know what i'm saying they don't want to live in this world anymore this world that has seemingly been against them because no one listened to them mm-hmm. i definitely think that is another interesting point is that with a lot of people like as you said they don't feel like they have that outlet and with kids they can't tell the difference they haven't had the mental capacity to grow into i'm going to find an outlet for myself or i'm going to figure out a different way to express this anger or this emotion or this sadness so for kids they're playing video games all the day all day they can look on their phones go to facebook and see somebody killing somebody else they can get on instagram and listen right literally violence has become normal and because of that they can't tell the difference of the simple fact that you're separated between it's just music or it's just a video game they're just like you know what i killed this person on the video game and they disappear and that's what i want i want my bullies to disappear i want my problems to disappear i want my parents to disappear they can't tell the difference i would definitely love to keep the conversation going but we've been going for an hour and we can't We, we got people that's about to take the stage and perform, so we can't, you know right. what I'm saying? They can join too. We can't do it all night. <laughs> Grab a chair and a microphone. All right, everybody under the sound of my voice, I want to thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Stitchcast Studio. If you're in between the ages of 16 and 24 and you're wondering how you can become a part of our Stitchcast Studio family, how you can become a part of our Story Stitches family in general, uh, we, we're, we're, we're rappers, singers, dancers, poets, instrumentalists, beat producers, uh, um, everything from A to Z, photography, videography. Um, If you have a talent and you're in between the ages of 16 and 24, chances are we have a place for you. So uh, if you're wondering how you can become a part of our Story Stitches or Stitchcast family, uh, you can go to storystitches.org. If you scroll all the way down to the bottom, there's a nice little application that you can fill out. Um, We want to thank you so much for listening. We hope that you found something insightful, inspiring. Uh, We hope that you've gotten what you needed out of what you're listening to. Uh, We want to thank you so much again. I've been Brandon Lewis. Thank you for listening. We want to give a very special shout out to the Stitchcast Studio sponsors. Story Stitches is supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts, the Lewis Prize for Music's 2021 Accelerator Award. Additional support for Stitchcast Studio and Story Stitches Youth Programs was provided by the Spirit of St. Louis Women's Fund, City of St. Louis Youth at Risk Crime Prevention Grant of 2021, Lust Corporations, the Charity Pot, and March for Our Lives Aid and Allowance. They say who that, but you already knew that. That beat them story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches, story stitches.